This is everything, everything, everything Bola. Everything Bola. With Bola Met. Peria, Sautome, and Principe. And finally, Group I, headed by Mali, together with Ghana, Madagascar, Central African Republic, Comoros, and Chad. And with that, Samson, we officially conclude the technical part of this draw. I must say this has been probably the most entertaining draw I've ever been part of. So thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to join you on stage, Legends. Thank you. Uh, back to you. All right, guys. Good morning. Good morning, Calvin. Good morning, good Calvin. Morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody who's watching us live on uh, Polar News. This is Everything Polar Podcast. Today, we're doing a little bit uh, something different. Um, yeah, we're broadcasting live. Uh, yeah, and um, we're going to talk about Zambia and uh, the, the FIFA World Cup qualifiers that just concluded. And um, yeah, Zambia is, has been drawn against uh, Morocco. Uh, <laughs> one of the team that, you know, made history at the previous uh, FIFA World Cup. They went all the way to the um, to, to the semi-finals. So with me, I have uh, Julius Malulu and Mutakla Mukusa. Gentlemen, how are you doing? We're, we're doing okay, Calvin. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Julius, what's up? <laughs> hey, Calvin. Uh, good to see you, my man. Uh, it's been it's been seven days. We haven't seen each other. Uh, same applies with Mutakla. Good to see you, gentlemen, this morning. And looking forward to... Uh, obviously, uh, talk about how Zambia is going to beat all those teams that have been drawn within the group to be able to make history and qualify to the World Cup for the very first time, just like the women have um, have done, Calvin. And also, we are happy that uh, things are happening in South Africa. South Africa. So, yeah, I can't wait to have a good time right on the show, Calvin. All right. Mutakila, what's up? How are you doing? I'm okay, my brother. Just uh, curious to see what the boys will do looking at uh, the group they've been placed in. If you look at uh, qualification to the World Cup, I think it's something that we, we've struggled to do. So perhaps this could be an opportunity looking at the number of African representatives the next World Cup will have. So we remain optimistic. Hopefully results will go in our favor. I mean, we Avram Gunn first started off by ensuring that the team qualified to the AFCON. So hopefully that's the direction we should be heading. I mean, it's long overdue, if you ask me. We've uh, mm -hmm. dominated, you know, in the southern region. So it's only right that we, you know, uh, qualify for competitions like that. We deserve to be at the World Cup, if you ask me. All right. Now now we have, uh, uh, we have, we have Morocco, um, Morocco, Tanzania, Niger, and Eritrea in our group. But do we stand any chance, Julius? Do, do we stand any um, chance of going to the World Cup? Automatically, Calvin, we do. Uh, I, I think automatically. <laughs> If you were to look at the the team that we've been drawn off uh, drawn with in the group, Calvin, it 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 shows you that uh, I think that's one of the easiest groups that uh, a team would want to qualify from. Uh, the only stumbling block that we're going to have in that group is Morocco, and I mean they're beatable. Any team is beatable. Mm -hmm. Tanzania is a team that we have beaten before. Uh, Niger, also, I think we have met them before. So I don't think uh, we have any other team that's going to give us a tough time. Uh, only Morocco will give us a tough time. Uh, of course, I'm not going to 
I say we'll have it easy against Morocco. Morocco, I mean, is a team that's been doing very well. They've got a strong team. Uh, they've been putting up brilliant performance. Even when you just look at their uh, their teams, the under-23 and um, the other teams of how they've been performing, they've really um, performed very well. So obviously they're going to give a tough time to Chipolopolo, but it all comes back to uh, proper preparation. Mm-hmm. In as far as uh, the national team is concerned, Calvin, remember that uh, anything is doable in football. We always say never say never, not until you get on the pitch and lose the game. So, yes, the boys might be intimidated because we're meeting the likes of Morocco. But I believe that uh, anything is possible. With the, with the coming in of Avram Grant, I don't think mm-hmm. it can be a problem uh, really uh, beating Morocco. What is important for now is uh, uh, we, we make sure that we collect maximum points in all the games that we're going to play both home and away if possible. And when Morocco come here, we make sure that we do not drop points in any way. Um, I think the best result when we go and play Morocco out there should be a draw and not drop points. And um, mm-hmm. I think looking at the team that we have, Calvin, yes, it might be a little bit of a, of a hurdle, but then... The truth of the matter is anything is possible. I mean, it's, we have the likes of we have the likes of Patson Daka, we have the likes of Fashion Sakala. I mean, if we did beat Ivory Coast at home three goals to nil, why should we, we beat Morocco? So I mean, mm-hmm. anything is possible, and uh, we just wish that the boys will put in their very best to die to die a little bit for uh, Mother Zambia. For now, Calvin, it would um, mm-hmm. the boys have to die a little bit. For Mother Zambia to ensure that uh, we, we everything is at stake because it's about making history. Zambia will be qualifying to the World Cup mm. for the very first time, so everything is at stake, and uh, that, the boys should. Just how how confident are you that Zambia is going to qualify for the first time? Remember, this is a Morocco side uh, that went all the way to the semi-finals. They became the first African country to do the, uh, to do that. How confident are you that we will make it to the semi-finals? I mean, we will make it to the World Cup. Mutakila. Julius, are you there? Yeah, I'm there. Mutakila, are you there? Julius, you can continue. Oh, yeah, cool. I, I didn't even get your question, Kevin. You can just... Uh, I, I'll, 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 I'll say, I'll say, I'll, I'll say, I'll say, how confident are you that uh, Zambia will qualify? Like, you, you, you speak with so much uh, optimism. How confident are Calvin, you that Zambia qualified? Calvin, um, like I said in my preamble, even uh, in the previous uh, statement that I gave, look, um, we are not going to uh, joke or rather come out um, in a way that we don't know. Uh, we don't know wh- what is at stake in as far as um, our, our group E is uh, is concerned. The truth of the matter is, we've been placed in a group where we have Morocco, and Morocco is not uh, um, a side that we can just, you know, wake up and just say we're just going to win them. This is a side that has been doing very well in, in as far as uh, um, them, their performance is, um, is concerned. So obviously, yes, we have to be optimistic and we have to be confident that we can beat them. Because like I said, in football, anything is possible. But it's not going to be easy. It all comes back to how well the team is going to prepare for uh, that mouth-watering encounter both uh, uh, in the back in the back-to-back uh, matches against um, Morocco. Remember that this is a team that uh, mm-hmm. performed very well at the just-ended uh, World Cup, Calvin. They were the, 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 the only team, the only African team that went past um, the group stages. So we are meeting a team that uh, performed very well 
at the World Cup. So like I said, it's not going to be easy, Calvin, and we should not take it lightly. It calls for serious preparation in as far as the national team is concerned. And like I said, the boys have to die a little, um, mm. in, 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 especially in the game against uh, uh, Morocco, because that's one of the, um, the, the hardest teams that we've been drawn against. So it's a matter of um, the, the, the attitude of the boys at the end of the day. They have just to die a little uh, for, for, mother, for, for, for um, our country, Zambia, because we know that uh, history is at stake, Calvin. We are about to rewrite history. We haven't been to World Cup for the very first time. So it's about uh, um, dying a little bit for mother country. If we can collect maximum points in back-to-back matches, Calvin, uh, then um, we, we, we are good to go. So we beat Morocco at home. We beat them at the home ground. Uh, then, then we're good to go. So it's all about just being positive. We have to be optimistic, um, pushing the positive mentality in the boys. Boys, we can do it. We have, we have a squad. Uh, we have a quality uh, that can perform better. So I believe that um, the boys, the boys are going to do it. We just have to remain uh, positive and optimistic. All right. Um, I know. I, I know. I know. Many people are going to argue with you, and they'll tell you, you know, these Atlas Lions have been on fire. Uh, in the last um, in the last one year, but I know this is the same thing that happened to Algeria, and uh, Algeria were like a powerhouse. I think from 2019 up to somewhere around 2021, people were even thinking that Algeria might even win the World Cup. They were unbeaten for like 14 consecutive matches, but look at where they are today. So I, I also agree with you. Zambia can pull up a surprise. And, and, and just do something. Mutakila, I don't know what's happening with the microphone. What's the take? I think I just had some technical issues and I'd like to apologize for that. I hope everyone can hear me clearly now. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know what you're doing to do guys, but uh, it's a little bit of some noise. Just, just just give me a moment but um if i could give my take i don't know how clear it is now can you can, can anybody can all right you, you can, you can, okay you can log out of the stream and then come back and join us yeah all right so julius um we saw what Calvin, Calvin, uh, yeah, like I said, sorry to cut you short. We yeah. we have we have quite a number of good and quality players in as far as the mm. uh, the Morocco team is concerned, and it's about um, it's about which players can contend them, uh, which Zambian players are able to contend some of the key players, Calvin, uh, that Morocco has, the likes of uh, the PSG guy. Uh, you know, which players are able the to craft you know? can he, yeah, the, can the, he... The, the, the boy, the boy that brought a lot of drama on social media, you know? <laughs> so obviously at the, those are, those are players that you have to obviously, uh, put into consideration and say, mm-hmm. wow, are the Zambian defenders, uh, able to contain such kind of quality players, uh, that Morocco has. And if, and if you're going to look at the quality and the depth that, um, Zambia has Calvin, I think, um, we are a team that is able to 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 contend them. We have uh, the likes of uh, your player, uh, our, our our very own Scotland best um, defender, Frankie Msonda. We have the likes of uh, Sunzu, who's going to be very uh, instrumental and cardinal in as far as his qualifications are concerned. Because remember that uh, experience is also important, and Sunzu is one of the experienced defenders that we have in as far as the squad is concerned. Uh, we have the likes of Tandi Moape and uh, also some other um, 
uh, defenders that we have that are able to contend. So looking at the depth and the quality uh, that the national team has, Calvin, I think um, the quality is there. And it's just a matter of uh, Avram Grant and the rest of the technical bench getting back to the drawing board and see um, how best uh, we can come up with a strategy on how we can uh, seek qualification and especially on beating um, Morocco. But we just have to be confident. Everyone, like you said, is going to be um, mm-hmm. is obviously going to be negative, and some would want to try and hit back and say, "Guys, we're joking. We can't beat Morocco. Anything is anything is possible." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you right, like you rightly said, Calvin. You gave an example of Algeria at the time. Algeria was a powerhouse. You know, everybody mm-hmm. was talking about them. No, we cannot do that. We're gonna. But MMN, there was a surprise that was put. So yeah. if 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 it happened with Algeria, it can also happen with Morocco. Uh, Calvin, yes, they may have key players, they may have star players, mm-hmm. but I believe that they may have had an impressive performance at the World Cup. But I believe that uh, uh, we can also do it. Remember what had happened in 2012, Calvin. We were underdogs. Everybody thought we cannot beat Ivory Coast. Everybody thought we cannot beat, you know, um, uh, uh, big teams like Ghana. And people just thought we would not, you know, we would not be crowned 2012 champions. But I mean, what happened? We were crowned champions uh, of, um, of, of the 2012 African awesome, tournament. And yeah, actually, yeah. Calvin, maybe before maybe before Mutakila comes in, I've seen Mutakila, my brother, is in now. Um, in fact, the more we are underrated, the more we are seen as underdogs, the better chances we have of qualifying. Mutakila, do you agree with that? <laughs> no. I know he's, he, yeah, he's, he's, he's talked about, he's talked about uh, an underdog going all the way and he believes when Zambia is underrated, that's when they show their real mojo. You agree with that? <laughs> I think usually when you are underrated, uh, you are often overlooked. So that gives you a chance in a way because uh, people will not expect you to grab the bull by the horns and, uh, you know, pull off a surprise. And I do believe mm-hmm. the Zambians are capable of surprising any opponent. And if you look at mm-hmm. the likes of Morocco, quite all right. They even went as uh, far as... Uh, you know, the last four at the World Cup. At the FIFA but, World Cup, uh, yeah. Yeah, but that uh, shouldn't even uh, threaten us in a way. I believe we have, uh, you know, plenty of um, mm-hmm. good players that can take us to the World Cup. The only question is, do they believe? And uh, what I like the most uh, following the draws were the reactions from the players, you know, the likes of, uh, you know, Kings Kango mm-hmm. as well as Pats on Dhaka. It's almost as if they've already started fantasizing you know, mm-hmm. uh, playing at the World Cup. So at least it shows that the players are willing and they should be mm-hmm. up to the task to qualify us to the World Cup. Besides, we have a right. very, very good in Grant. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, so some of the comments coming through. Um, uh, Le- 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 Levison Mwaza says, um, away matches will be key in qualifying. Uh, in qualifying home matches are a must win. I agree with All that. Right. And um, we also have Kamwali uh, Emmanuel Mulenga says it is not the same Morocco which was beaten. Uh, is it not the same Morocco that was beaten by South Africa during the Afghan qualifiers? Yes, it's the same Morocco. They were beaten by the, by by our, our, our neighbors uh, <laughs> South Africa. Yeah, so we can we can also do it. I mean, if South Africa can beat them, why not? Um, Catherine. Catherine Ruben Tembo says, no doubt we are going. I, I, I believe she means uh, we are going to the FIFA World Cup in 2026. Yeah, and um, well, this is a long one from Mwenyaka Wungo Kama. It says, Morocco, they they have good players, but uh, they have good players, true, 
but we also have good players who are doing well who are doing well this uh who are, do, who are doing well this time it's just the matter of doing the right thing every team will be there to want to qualify we can win morocco and lose uh the one we are underrating we have to take every game serious what's the take on that one take i think in all fairness a lot of people are looking at morocco and saying that zambia is only competition but yeah, you know yeah. there are no easy games when it comes to qualifiers so mm-hmm. we need to be careful not to underrate these other opponents we are in the same group as because uh, morocco is not the only team that's going to be competing and i think mm-hmm. that's a mindset that the players should also have i mean it's it's these other teams that can upset us in a way so it's only right that we go there and perceive every team with the yeah. respect that uh, deserves yeah mm-hmm. Julius, are we underrating Tanzania? <laughs> Calvin, of course, for me, uh, it's about uh, which team is going to be a little bit of a hurdle uh, in as far as the qualifying matches are concerned. It's, um, it's about um, which, you know, um, which teams are beatable. For now, what we need, Calvin, is to see the teams that are beatable and the teams that will not be uh, beatable easily. And if you were to ask me which teams uh, we may have a tough time with, obviously the likes of uh, um, uh, Morocco mm-hmm. might give us a tough time. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're going to talk about Tanzania, uh, I, don't, I don't think they can give us a hard time. I mean... Uh, are you underrated Tanzania? These are teams that we have beaten. These are teams that we have beaten before. Actually, when we play Tanzania, we should put in players like Abena Kennedy Musonda. We put in players like Abena Kennedy Musonda, Abena Kletas Chotachama, who have been playing in Tanzania for some time, so that uh, they can help us uh, beat uh, the Dar es Salaam versus the uh, main. But of course, uh, not to uh, of course not to underrate any team, Calvin. Uh, anything mm-hmm. is possible, like Mutakila is saying, in the qualifying stage because. Uh, everyone wants to seek qualification to the World Cup. So even teams like yeah. uh, Tanzania, teams like Eritrea, Niger would all want to seek qualification to the World Cup. And that's the reason why they would want to make things difficult even for even for Zambia. So um, not underrating any team, Calvin, but uh, looking mm-hmm. at uh, the stats and looking at um, the previous performance of uh, some of the teams that we've been drawn with in the group, I feel Morocco would just be the only team uh, that would give us a tough time. But for the rest, uh, if only we we we, we play our, our best game that we are known for as a Chipotle Polo, I don't think they can really give us a tough time, especially that uh, if we play with them at home. All the games that we're going to play at home, uh, it should be a must win. We should collect maximum points in all the games. Let's not drop points in all these games. All these games that we're going to play, uh, we should just ensure that we collect maximum points. And Calvin, it's going to really be a busy, you know, it's going to be a busy period for the Chipotle Polo because they're going to be playing, you know, back-to-back matches, they play home and you play away, play home and play away. So it's going to really be a busy period and we're hoping that um, our players will... We'll get to we'll go we'll get to the end. But we're hoping that uh, yeah, they'll get to the because, end. Because, because each team is gonna play ten games. Ten games wow. that is five home games and five games away. Yeah, so, so hope, we hope that our players won't be fatigued. No, no, no. The period is just okay. And and it's it's not guaranteed that the Morocco we are seeing today will keep up with the momentum up until twenty twenty five. You get yeah, true. so true. we might true. miss 2025, and some of the players, mind you, some of these players yeah. are already old. 
Some of their players are already old. <laughs> By the time we are reaching 2025, some of their you players... Mean, you mean you mean players like uh, Fashion Takala? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, we, we, actually have, we actually have one of the most youthful teams uh, in that group. So... We have like a team Banda is, is an odd player. <laughs> no, 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 no. They are young. They are young players. I, I think the average age there is like uh, 26 or 27. Yeah. Like you're saying, course, Calvin, that's even the more reason why we'll beat these other teams because we have a youthful side. Yes. So by the time players we're reaching 2025, by the yeah. time we're reaching 2025, some of our players are still okay. While yeah. some of these yeah. uh, Moroccan players will be tired. Lamek uh, Banda will have it. Will have it. Will have it easy on the Morocco tired players. I think, in all fairness, when you when you look at the likes of uh, Fashion Sakala as well as Pats and Daka, these are players that are entering the peak of their careers. It's it's it, it's it's only now that they can you know blossom and become you know fully furnished players. So it's it's good that we have young players that are about to enter their prime. And they have plenty to offer to the national team. And that's why we are very, very optimistic that uh, we have enough to qualify. I believe the team is uh, still started in a way. You've got the likes of Frankie Musonda at the back. And, uh, you know, Lawrence, uh, you know, Mulenga, who keeps on growing in confidence. So we have a good number of good players. And I think it's well balanced. If you look at those that have experience in the squad, as well as those that are slowly been incorporated in the national team. I think it's a very, very good balance. Um, we struggled the moment, you know, Enoch Mwepo retired to at least find that dependable player in the midfield. But you can at least see players are stepping up. Yeah, though we know that a computer will never be replaced, but at least it's good to see, you know, players coming into the midfield and uh, doing what has to be done against uh, difficult sides like uh, Ivory Coast. Yeah, so yeah. there's uh, plenty of room to be optimistic. And uh, I think we have a jam in uh, in uh, Avram Gant. You know, the number of years is uh, <laughs> dedicated to the beautiful game. I mean, we're looking at over 50 years of experience. I mean, what mm -hmm. more can you ask for from your coach? I think we yeah. have uh, the right ingredients to deliver. I don't see why we can struggle with the likes of Congo, Tanzania, Niger, and uh, Eritrea. As well as Morocco, I think we have enough in our arsenal. Mm -hmm. The only question yeah, so is, uh, will they yeah. grab that by the horns? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's good. To, it's good to know that um, Joseph Mlenga, uh, Turkish-based Zambian footballer, is also watching, and he writes, "Hello, guys. Uh, we respect everyone in our group, but we fear none of them. See you guys at the World Cup, Zambia Kuchalo. The world is not ready for us." Well, he's, he's buzzing with confidence. Uh, one player that, you know, uh, moved all the way from Zambia to chase his dreams in um, uh, in Turkey. And, and and I think we did a story about uh, Joseph Mlinka. I can look it up on uh, Bola News and uh, know uh, more about his story. Thank you very much, Joseph, for, jo uh, for, for tuning in. We are happy to hear from you all the way from Turkey. Yeah, so you were saying... Um, you were saying it's it's a matter of you know showing uh, that uh, the, the desire and also your confidence that we have a gem in Avram Grant to lead the team to the FIFA World Cup. Uh, maybe we are focusing too much on Morocco. What about Tanzania? I want to talk about Tanzania. I mean, we have all seen what uh, it is like to play in Tanzania, especially at the Mukapa Stadium. I hope I've, 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 I've pronounced that correctly. 
it's always packed it's always packed and it's a slaughterhouse teams don't right. just win games there easily even algeria struggled at some point in tanzania right. how, how much of a danger is tanzania to this our bid uh for the 2026 world cup i think in all fairness they are remember we are coming from an era where we would lose games against the likes of eswatini <laughs> so obviously <laughs> It's, it's but that now. era is gone. That era is yeah. gone. <laughs> but 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 in all fairness, it's only now that we are finally finding our form. So obviously, our away games are going to be key because it's not easy when you're playing away. There are moments when uh, a coach will have a conversation with his players and make it clear that if you come out with a draw, it's going to be a, mm. uh, a good result. So obviously, I'm sure the boys know that uh, playing away from home is never easy. And that's why we have to maximize home advantage. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always a hostile environment when you're playing away from home. And that's why if we can maximize home advantage and maybe target draws and maybe victories, depending on the, the situation, then we can be well and good. In the end, in as much as we want to be ambitious, we also have mm-hmm. to be realistic that we're not going to win every, uh, every game. What's important yeah. is that we pick as many points as we can. Yeah, so mm-hmm. playing away from home, it's not easy. You know how passionate East Africans are when it comes to football. They fill up the stadium even before, even before the game starts. You know, they, they, they these are massive, massive crowds. So it's mm-hmm. not going to be easy. And neither will the games in Congo be easy as well, as well as Niger. So we just have to be up to task. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Julius, are we? Should we be scared of the likes of Tanzania? Eritrea and uh, the likes of Niger. How much of a danger no. do they pose to our bid for for the World Cup? Uh, Kevin, if, if if there's um, uh, something that scares uh, most teams is um, uh, the underdog. Like I said, most underrated teams uh, can give you a tough time. They can make your life difficult because they also want to prove a point. They also want to, like I said, they also want to secure qualification to the World Cup. They want to write history also uh, mm-hmm. by qualifying to um, the World Cup. So we should not underrate any team in as far as, in as much as we are trying to prepare to, uh, you know, gun down Morocco, uh, but we should mm-hmm. not be able to uh, underrate the, the other teams like Eritrea, um, Niger and Tanzania. Yes, they may seem to be sides that we can easily beat, but they may just make uh, make it difficult um, for us. So uh, I, I think for me, my word, Calvin, is uh, let's not underrate any team, but let's just go in and uh, have, have, have a mentality of collecting maximum points in all the games. Let's not mind who we are facing, but our target should be collecting maximum points despite the team uh, that we're playing. I heard you ask Mutakila about um, us playing away from home and Tanzanians, you know, coming in numbers to support and whatnot. A perfect example, Calvin. You what you did watch you did watch uh, you did watch the game yesterday uh, against mm-hmm. South Africa. You saw the support. South Africans were booing us and whatnot. But the more they were booing us, the more we were attacking them. And that's a mentality that even the senior national team should have. When we go to South Africa, we know what South Africans can. Uh, sorry, Tanzanians can do, Calvin. They have. Uh, when it comes to support, they do come in numbers to support their team. So, um, but we also, but we also they, do come. We also do come out in numbers, don't we? Of course, but we're talking about the Tanzanians for now. So, in as much as they come uh, to Boas, and you know, yes, quite a right support may, might have an effect on how you play. But for us, I don't think uh, that can be a problem. I mean, we have played. Um, 
uh, in front of huge crowds that are, you know, uh, are supporting the, the home team. But we have always some, uh, we have always come out uh, victorious in some games. So I don't think this will be the very first time that we'll be playing against a team that will have huge crowds uh, in front of them. Mm. Um, I mean, like I said, it's about having a positive mind and just having the winning mentality. We don't care whether the Benjamin Macape Stadium is going to be full. To us, whether the Benjamin Macape Stadium will be full, Calvin. As we are going with EA, Chipolopolo, EA, Chipolopolo. Five people, Calvin, EA, Chipolopolo. That's a mentality. I mean, Tanzania, Tanzania is, is, is just, you know, one drive away from Zambia. So, obviously... Do you Poland remember, is, Calvin, oh, do you yeah. remember the Tanzanians? You and I were at the stadium when the Copa Queens played their last friendly game at home. You remember those yes, Tanzanians yes, that were busy running yes, around yes, on the beach with yes, the live? I do remember. But yes. did, did you see how the Zambians came alive? Like that celebration, you didn't care whether you were somebody was in the VIP or not. Everyone was like, whoa. And that's one thing about Zambia. The, the massive support in Zambia, we're still, uh, we're still going to have massive support uh, yeah. even when we go out. And maybe one thing, Calvin, also that would be important is maybe um, we, the soccer fans, should begin to prepare uh, in advance now so that if possible, we can travel in numbers and go and give support to our boys. This is the time that they really need our support. So I think it would be good to ferry uh, fans from Zambia to Tanzania in, uh, you know, in buses and just go and give support to uh, the Chipolopolo. I think that's going to be good motivation to our national team as well. All right. Uh, so, uh, Kambwali Emmanuel Mlenga says, Jadeo Katongo Jr. will soon start playing for Zambia national team. We need defenders with high IQ. Wow. That's a, that's a big statement, eh? <laughs> An interesting comment. That's, that's a big statement. <laughs> Mick Musonka Jr. says, the World Cup this time around uh, is not much difficult because the only opponent which is strong is Morocco and uh, Zambia football never struggle with Arabs. Are you sure? <laughs> Do you agree with that? Zambians, Zambian football does not struggle against Arabs. I think Arabs have given us the most difficult games oh, yeah. for life, yeah. if, if, if we are to be honest, because um whether it's club football international we always struggle against the north africans we always struggle against the north africans yeah so uh that's Kambali again he says i remember we can many more have to join to have a strong team wow how how how, how do you what's the take on strengthening the team in terms of uh the defense we we i i seen i've seen most of the people are suggesting that we need to strengthen the defense. Mutakila. Uh, I think uh, the defense, obviously, when you look at the players we have up front, uh, our biggest concern can be with the defense because obviously we have uh, tired legs in the form of Insunzu. He, he came back, you know, that was the first time uh, in a very long time that we watched him play for the national team and he put in a good shift, but in all fairness, He's not the future of the the national team. This is somebody that we have to eventually move on from. So it's only right that you have the likes of Marika slowly coming into the national team and uh, gaining the amount of experience they need to deserve when playing at the international stage. You know, playing international games is never easy because you're coming up against the best of the best from other countries. And uh, obviously, we we what, what can improve our... Our, our our players is also the clubs that they play for. I mean, if you're playing for the 
for the uh, for, for the best clubs in the world i mean you have access to these facilities and whatnot so that tends to improve your performance in a way and that's why when you look at the likes of Patson Daka, when he comes to the national team he delivers because he has access to these uh you know top class uh, services not saying yeah I, i'm not saying these other players can't perform to the highest level but these are the benefits of you know playing in the highest echelon of uh, european football that's what it well, does european football yeah yeah so um so, what else, um especially from our local best players mm-hmm. i would also want to see them move to the best uh you know clubs in europe because it's that kind of exposure that improves your performance yeah so mm-hmm. hopefully if we can have uh, players playing for the biggest clubs that's what improves the squad i'll give you an example of morocco when you look at uh the team that went all the way i mean you had the likes of uh ZH, you know who plays for chelsea you the you, a keeper that plays you know for the likes of sevilla and whatnot you know these are the players yeah yeah you know that they have uh, the likes of yeah they have like the likes of akram akraf akim arguably one of the best uh right backs that we have in africa you know this yeah. is somebody that you know he's played for the likes of real madrid inter milan you know as well as psg now so that shows you the caliber of the mm. player because of where he's from so when we pray that our players can attract the best clubs in europe it's because of moments like this you're exposed mm. i mean you've got the likes yeah. of neymar and mbappe dribbling you every every you know every every yeah, like you're used to playing against the best yeah i mean <clears throat> who can who, who are these other players to face you so it's, it's 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 that kind of that's where the uh, the elite mentality comes from so yeah. um we, we we are hoping uh, our players will continue to attract interest o- obviously you know our kangwa moving to a different club has been a topic of conversation he's been doing brilliantly for his uh current club but uh you know looking forward to seeing what will happen it's 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 mm-hmm. qualified for the world cup that even attracts interest from other clubs because you're performing at the highest level and therefore a lot of people are watching and uh you know even the playing at the afghan will do so much for us so there's plenty of uh room to be optimistic uh, and i'm hoping our defense will be up to task we have a lot of talented players yeah so just looking forward to seeing what will, will happen yeah to, talking of our players talking of our players you know playing in the elite leagues we we have the likes of um king's kangwa that has been linked uh with a move to um uh, to not come for us in the premier league and uh just oh, yesterday just yesterday bola news was being informed that um uh kangwa and his club uh are undermined about you know accepting an offer to join um uh, a, uh, a russian club um they've approached him and they wanted his services but both the player and the club are undermined to accept that offer and um, another one that we were getting from um, uh, from Aaron, uh, I think Aaron, the, the the guy who broke the story about you know Kangwa being linked with Nottingham Forest from the Guardian, um, he mentioned that uh, Brighton and Hove Albion have also mentioned uh, Kangwa in their possible signings should they lose Kaiseido. So this is story stories that you should look out for on Bola News, obviously. Uh, we're going to talk more about the transfers and everything that you need to know. So tune around to the Bola News Transfer Center and just see some of the uh, uh, trending stories. Fashion Sakala is another, you know, player that has been, you know, um, linked with uh, a move uh, 
so just yesterday, the news came out. Uh, the Daily Mail, the Daily Records Mail from the UK reported that a Saudi Arabian club is offering in millions of, uh, of, of dollars to to join Saudi Arabia. How is that? How is that move, guys? How, how is it? How do you see it? Is it okay if Ashley should go to Saudi Arabia? Um, from a financial point of view, it would be a good deal. But <laughs> I knew, like I knew you were going. I knew you were going to start with the financial point of view. <laughs> yeah, I think obviously, from a financial point of view, it would be a good move for for him because we know the amounts of money that the Saudi Arabian clubs are offering. But in all fairness, for somebody that can continue playing at the highest level of European football, I think he still needs to at least maintain. You know that position. I mean, he's been delivering for Rangers. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't see why he cannot even deliver elsewhere. That's if he was to engineer a move away from uh, the Scottish uh, league. Yeah. So, if I was him, <laughs> though it's it's not the easiest <laughs> to make. Yeah. But if I was him, in all fairness, I think I'm staying. You know, and uh, competing in the highest echelon of European football. I think that would be the best decision. Obviously, these moves to Saudi Arabia will still be there for the taking even later on in his career. Yeah, so so there's this thing, yeah. Um, remember, Fashion Sakala was signed by Gerard, Steven Gerard from oh, okay. Belgium. Oh, from yes. Belgium <laughs> to from Belgium to, to Rangers. Oh yes. <coughs> Sorry. From Belgium to Rangers. And now uh Steven Gerrard has been signed by a Saudi Arabian club. Are we trying to connect the pieces here? Julius, are we seeing Mafasho going to Saudi? Uh, well, uh, him going, Calvin, will be dependent on him and obviously uh, his agent. Uh, it's up to him to make that decision. But um, I think, uh, in all fairness, if uh, Fashion wants to, in, wants, wants to come and invest more, in his uh, home country uh, to build more malls and buy more expensive cars. Let him go to Saudi Arabia for now. Uh, but if he still wants to play football, Calvin, and he wants to make a name for himself, let him remain where he is. So there are two things involved. If he wants to still continue playing football and also uh, featuring for the national team, let him remain where he is. You never know. There might be a top quality team. Uh, that might just coach him and, um, and and he might join a better team than where he is. Uh, if, if you look at the players that are, that are going to Saudi Arabia, I mean, it's just going to make money. It's like you're going to China to play football, guys. You're just going to, it's money-making at the end of the day. Ronaldo, Ronaldo in, is in his, you know, he's in his old age now. Uh, and obviously, he's never going to get back to the active Ronaldo that we knew. Uh, so for him to, to go to Saudi Arabia, obviously, it's just about making the money at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So for fashion going to Saudi Arabia, I think it wouldn't really be um, a good move. Uh, it wouldn't really make him a competitive player. Um, you'll find that uh, his, his, his colleagues, uh, the likes of Patson Daka, Arena Lamek Banda, Kingsley Kangwa, will be more competitive than him. And uh, it might just sideline him even for, you know, making appearance for the national team, even uh, also the, the, the qualifying matches that we're talking about. And he might not even be able to make it to um, the World Cup Calvin. So for me, it wouldn't be a good move for him to go to Saudi Arabia. But for now, let him continue making a name for himself um, where he is. You never know which quality team would poach him. 
Yeah. Um, so there was there, there were also you know rumors that he's been he's being monitored by some of the Premier League uh, clubs. Uh, yeah. So it could be it could be you know a matter of patience pace if he's going to be a little bit patient. But would you rather go for a team that is offering you two hundred million kwacha, or go to a team that plays in the elite leagues and is offering you thirteen pin? Julius, just be honest. Mm, well, <laughs> you're putting me on the spot here. I want to bring out the board statement, but it's dangerous. <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, it, it, all, it all comes down to um, uh, the passion for uh, the job that you have, Calvin. If really you want to play for uh, a certain team or a top quality, top flight uh, team, and uh, they're offering you less money uh, and you're so passionate about playing for that particular team i don't think uh money would really be a problem if really you want to play for that particular team i don't think money would really be a problem you would go because you have a passion and you love the team and you want to play for them uh but also it also comes down to um uh you're living at the end of the day you have a life to live yeah. and you know there's also life after football and you have family to take care of so if exactly, you're going to exactly. go into if you're going to go into a team saying you know sometimes when Congolese when they come here they say we are not here to help to just play for a team in here we are here to make money so if i come for, if i come to play for Cabo Warriors Calvin if i come to yeah. play for Cabo Warriors and Cabo Warriors is offering me 15000 I, mm-hmm. I play for one season Zesco is impressed and they want to sign me and they're offering me the kiss the pin are you telling me because I have a, I have the love for Cabo Warriors, I'll stay where the 15 pin is? There's no, there's no loyalty. You know there's what I no mean? Loyalty. So I'd rather go exactly. <laughs> so I'd rather go for a team that's offering me more money. And if I told another team is going to come and they offer me more money, uh, yeah. from what Zesco is offering me, I'll still go. So at the end of the day, Calvin, it's a diff- if it's a diff- it's a difficult question to answer, but. Um, it all comes down to where your your heart is. If really you want more money, go for the team that will offer you more money. But if you are passionate and just want to play for the sake of play, stay where you are and get the 15 pin. Remember that uh, your children have to go to school. Your wife also, you know, uh, there's life to live. So <laughs> it's about uh, uh, which team at the end of the day, Calvin is offering, is giving you um, a, a, a good offer. So uh, for fashion, there's more money in Saudi Arabia. That's the truth of the matter, Calvin. There's more money yeah. in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, compared mm-hmm. to where he is. Obviously, they've offered him more money. Uh, if you are going to talk about maybe him trying to follow the person who signed him, Rangers and whatnot, well, if uh, he feels that's a good decision, he can go for it. But uh, I think it would be prudent for him to remain where he is. And you never know. Like you said, patience, patience I think, is the best for now. Let him just be a little bit of... of but uh, end up being uh, a balance be a little bit patient. You know what I mean? And he's been performing well, so you just have to be patient. You never know. Um, a team might just put you... A, a perfect example we have, Calvin, is King Zikangwa. I mean, he's been winning trophies for himself. And look at the offers that he's been receiving, you know. We, we hear rumors of him heading to Nottingham Forest. We hear rumors of him, you know, going to French League One. So it's all about the, your performance um, at, at the end of the day, Calvin. So let him just be patient. And uh, I'm sure a top-quality team We'll push for him soon and very soon. Soon and very soon. Mutakila, your final advice to Fashion Sakala, if he is to make a move, should he go to Saudi Arabia? 
uh, I, I think uh, in all fairness that a decision he should you know think critically because in the end it's about uh, w- what's going to benefit you in a way is it career wise is it financially and uh, w- where do your obligations lie I-, I think he has a bright bright future playing in Europe I think he can uh, be one of those players that can uh, represent us you know at the highest level and I think he's done yeah. ex- exceptionally in the Scottish uh, league mm-hmm. but if he <laughs> Feels like yeah. that's where that's where the, that's where the big one is if if he <laughs> if he feels uh you know this is the yeah. time to be pensioner and you know end that big uh check i mean why mm. not uh, these are just the fruits of his labor so it's it's it's, it's a difficult decision uh so i'm thinking it's in the end it's uh, it's, it's up to him if i was him i would uh rather stay in Europe and uh, continue fighting because obviously playing for Saudi Arabia and even if it means moving to the you know MLS where the big bucks are that will eventually mm-hmm. come at the end of his career yeah but if yeah. it's a move that he wants to make now then I mean so be it but I would want to see him, you know continuing with what he started in Europe at the moment all right guys before before we wrap up uh, I think we remain with just five minutes or so before we wrap up, um, Zambia beat South Africa yesterday, and um, the scoreline was 2-1. Zambia came from behind to beat South Africa and uh, qualify for the same uh, for the final, where which will be played tomorrow against uh, Lesotho. What is your take on that game? We came from losing our first match against Malawi, and then we beat the likes of Comoros, Seychelles, and boom, we are in the semi-finals. We beat South Africa, and boom. We are now in the finals. What has changed? What, 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 do you think we still need improvements or we're going to be embarrassed by Lesotho uh, in the final? Julius. Calvin, uh, if you watched the game <laughs> against uh, Malawi, uh, it would really, it, it's really sad to say that um, one of the defenders who messed up in that game has never been uh, used in the two games that we have played. And... Uh, Zambia has won other games. So, is it safe to say that that defender is the one that killed us in the game against Malawi? Because Tamam won't be up with our coach. And in the two games that he hasn't been used by the coach, we've won other games. Mm-hmm. Of course, in the first game against Malawi, uh, Malawi were a better team tactically compared to Zambia. I don't know why uh, the boys, uh, I don't know where the boys lost it. Uh, they, 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 they tried to, to come back to life, but uh, unfortunately, it was just not our day. And we ended up uh, losing that game. But when you look at the, um, the two games uh, that we have played uh, against Comoros and Seychelles, you could see that now the boys, I think the few, um, the few, the, we are able to see that uh, the desire to play for uh, Mother Zambia is, is, is slowly uh, being seen in the boys. I could see from uh, the way they were playing, at least there was a lot of improvement in the two games yeah. that we played compared to the way uh, we played against uh, Malawi. Even just uh, the fighting spirit was there. Of course, we can... Um, uh, appreciate some of the few players, individual players that have put up a brilliant performance. The likes of Kelvin Mubanga Kampamba, uh, you know, uh, the likes of um, also uh, uh, Frederick, uh, Frederick Mulambia, who's been brilliant. And also, uh, we cannot talk about uh, the Kosafa squad without talking about 
uh, uh, Albert Kangwanda, who's been brilliant. Remember that last year in the Kosafa tournament, he scored, he scored a goal that helped us beat um, Namibia in the final of the 2022 Kosafa tournament. And this time around also, I think he should be the top scorer. He's got three goals to his name. And obviously, he would want to also uh, be, uh, impress and score uh, another goal tomorrow in the final and also be named um, top scorer over the tournament. So the boys have been brilliant. Calvin, there's been so much improvement, starting from the first game against Malawi in the two games against Mauritius, uh, sorry, Seychelles and Julius, need to cut it short. Are you saying that mm. you, you just say the boys have been brilliant starting from the first game? Are you sure? No, no, no. I mean, uh, the boys have put up a brilliant performance in the two games. In, in in the first game, we didn't see much of them in the first game. Malawi were better tactically compared to us, but we, we've seen much improvement in the game. Again, we saw much improvement in the game against Comoros. Calvin, we saw much improvement in the game um, against uh, Seychelles. So, like yeah. I'm saying, um, the boys have been brilliant in the two games. That we played mm. after we lost um, against Malawi, I think they've uh, accounted for themselves very well to help us forget about the defeat uh, mm. that we suffered um, against Malawi. And also looking at the way we played against South Africa yesterday, uh, the boys were also brilliant. You can imagine coming from behind and beating the host team. Like uh, like we earlier said, we were talking about playing uh, in front of huge crowds, Calvin. We saw uh, South Africans did come to the stadium, and you know they were busy supporting their boys. And, uh, and tactically, the boys. I was about they to. Uh, I was coming to that. I was, I was coming <laughs> to that. Tactically, the boys would have been disturbed, obviously, with the morale in the stadium. But the, we saw the boys. Um, you know, they were so. Um, they kept on pushing, and the more actually the South Africans mm. were supporting, it's like they were actually supporting the Zambians. The more we saw the Chipolopolo attacking and wanting to, um, you know, fight back and just pushing. Um, those goals. And what did we see in the end? We saw South Africans being frustrated. The supporters that were dancing started to walk out even before the <laughs> the game was uh, was done. So really, the Zambia was a better side, Calvin. And I think kudos to to them. And we're hoping that um, I don't think Lesotho would give us a, would give us a tough time, Calvin. You remember the last time they did qualify? They gave, Ma- they gave, they gave, they gave Malawi. They gave Malawi who beat us a tough time. No, we are a better, uh, truth, truthfully speaking, we are a better side uh, compared to Malawi. Malawi. We just had, thought, we just had a bad, Malawi, we just had the Malawi, bad day at the office that day. Malawi, Malawi had a very good tournament. Let's be honest. They were fantastic. Yeah, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, they won all their games. Uh, they collected uh, a maximum of nine points uh, in, in the group in the group uh, games. And uh, we, are, we must they, appreciate them. Yes, they, they, they couldn't make it to the final. They were not supposed to make it. Zambia was supposed to make it. So don't say they were unfortunate, Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> Are you happy with the Achimwene boys? Are you happy with the Achimwene boys? Can you stop us? No, no, no. We give, we give credit where it's due. Mutakila. Zambia is, Zambia is a better should, side. What should, what should be done differently as we head into the final against Lesotho? I can see uh, Musonka is already predicting a 7 mil in favor of Zambia in the finals. <laughs> what should be done differently? What should Port Sichone do differently? In the final, I think in all fairness, many people described Zambia's game against uh, South Africa as the final before the final. <laughs> so in many people's uh, eyes, Zambia have already won the Kosafa and playing against uh, Lesotho will be more of a, you know, a mere formality. But in all fairness, formality, they are not difficult. Yeah. I, I mean, they are no easy games when it comes to football. So obviously, we have to be 
in top gear to grab a victory against the Lesotho team that beat uh, a Malawian side that uh, defeated us in all areas when we uh, played against them in the in our first group game. So we have to be tactically, mm-hmm. you know, sound. Uh, Lesotho are not uh, an easy team to beat in as much as we did so home and away when we played against them with our with with, with uh, you know Avram Grant's uh, troops. But uh, we. We, we have to be brave, I mean, uh, w- when you look at the way we've played throughout this whole tournament, you could tell that mm-hmm. we've been making progress with each game. Yeah. Look at mm-hmm. how we lost against Malawi, then won our game against, uh, you know, Comoros. So we, we, we've, we've improved in so many ways. And uh, I, I have a lot of hope looking at what we did against uh, South Africa. You know, it wasn't easy looking at how we went a goal down yeah. and uh, ended up scoring goal to, uh, two goals to win. So... It shows a lot of uh, mental strength from the side and a lot of mm-hmm. confidence, you know, playing away from home. So I think the team is more than capable for the, uh, is more than capable of, uh, you know, doing the task. What they just have to do is go out there and, uh, you know, do what has to be done and defend the title. So we, we just have to go out there and win. All right, guys. Um, I think we need to wrap up now. Uh, Time is done. Julius, do you have anything else to say before we close? Uh, Calvin, quickly wishing the um, the Chipotle Polo all the best as they take on the in the final tomorrow. I know the boys can do this. We got this. Um, we 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 have to defend our title, guys. This is our title. I mean, Kosafa is meant for for it's our best let's go out there. <laughs> Of course, let's go out there, guys, and uh, be able to win. We also wish um. Uh, our very own Copper Queens, Calvin, uh, definitely, the, definitely. Very, the very best. Um, it's sad that our very own Hazel is not going to be part, but Hazel we are optimistic and confident. We are optimistic and confident that uh, our very own Catherine, who 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 performed uh, very well in the game against Germany, uh, will come to the party and be able to um, perform better for uh, the Copper Queens. It's been great um, being here, Calvin. I've enjoyed every bit of it. And looking forward to uh, meeting you again in uh, seven days' time. Yeah, no, we might we might come back again and talk about the final of the Kosafa tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow night. Oh, oh, nice. oh nice. that would be good. That would be good if we can do that. That would be good if we can yeah. do that. And the, and the build up to the FIFA Women's World Cup, of course. Yeah. So for those who are just joining oh. us, uh, please be on the lookout. We'll be having so many uh, content for you. Uh, we'll be talking so much about the, the Women's World Cup, building up to every game throughout the tournament. Yeah, so, guys, thank Calvin, you so much. I, for, I forgot before before you go, Calvin, Kennedy Mwene finally retired from international football. Yeah, we Kenneth, appreciate Kenneth our finally, legend. Kenneth Mwene finally retired from uh, football, and uh, he will be with us live on this podcast next week so look out wow. for that Kennedy Mene will address awesome. the nation live on Bola News so that is I, lo- I love that address the nation never president <laughs> yes he's, into- no, 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 he's a legend he's a legend yeah so Kennedy oh, I love, I love the term the <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Kennedy Mene will address the nation um live on Bola News that is next week on a date that we will announce so look out for that thank you so much my name is Calvin Kaumbachikenge and of course, I was with uh, our very own uh, Bola News reporters, Julius Malulu and Mutakila Mukusa. I think from now, we sign out until um, Saturday again when we bring everything Bola live to you. Uh, I think next week we're going to do it in the studio. 
but nonetheless uh it was it was it was fantastic to have you guys thank you very much see you next week oh, that is absolutely superb join us again next time on everything bola with bola Bet. <laughs>